Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. For Monday, September the 5th, I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're taking a look at the global energy situation, trying to make sense of what it means for Europe, for inflation in Europe, and how governments are going to respond. We're going to look at four different countries in Europe and observe vastly different responses to the energy crisis. We're going to look at the UK, France, Italy, and Germany. It's no secret that Germany gets about half of its natural gas from Russia via the Nord Stream pipeline. Somehow, Germany's managed to fill its winter stockpile of natural gas reserves to 85% of capacity. This is impressive, considering the pipeline was running at 40% from much of this year, then zero, then 18%, and now zero again for the foreseeable future. Germany's made the decision to retire its nuclear power plants after the Fukushima nuclear power plant was damaged in the earthquake of 2011, which resulted in a meltdown and the spillage of radioactive material into the Pacific Ocean, which continues to this day. Germany chose natural gas as the primary short-term replacement source for energy for its power plants. Germany had an inexpensive supply of gas from Russia and felt that Russia could be trusted as a stable source of supply. Now, if you look back over the past five years, energy prices have averaged about 30 euros per megawatt hour in the wholesale market in Germany. That's about the equivalent of four cents per kilowatt hour. And I think we would all agree that's a pretty good, that's a pretty low price. In this year, the same electricity prices have peaked at over 700 euros per megawatt hour before falling back to the current price of 417 euros per megawatt hour. That represents a 13 times multiple of energy prices and a 23 times multiple at the peak earlier this summer. Italy gets about half of its electricity from natural gas. At least Italy has some LNG import capacity, and they can source LNG from the U.S., from Canada, from Qatar. Energy prices in Italy are currently over 500 euros per megawatt hour. The utility commission that regulates electricity prices in the U.K. just approved an 80% increase for retail electricity prices effective in October. Many people will be facing a difficult choice between food or heat this winter. Prices in France have been historically double those of Germany. They've averaged about 60 euros per megawatt hour over the past five years. But even in France, prices have recently spiked at over 590 euros per megawatt hour. They're currently on a declining trajectory. Now, France gets about 70% of its electricity from nuclear, and they've had a long-standing policy based on energy security. In February of this year, France announced plans to build six new reactors, and they're considering building another eight. They currently have 56 reactors in service. France is the world's largest net exporter of electricity because of its very low cost of generation. And they've been a pioneer in developing nuclear technology. In fact, 17% of their electricity is derived from recycled nuclear material. So you might be wondering why prices have increased dramatically in France. After all, nuclear power plants are not subject to fluctuations in the spot energy prices, especially for natural gas. Well, France is contending with the worst nuclear outage in decades, after the regulator extended shutdowns of several key nuclear reactors due to corrosion problems, and at the same time, drought has curbed hydroelectric production. Out of France's 56 reactors, 32 of them are offline for maintenance. Instead of the usual net export of electricity from France, the country is facing a shortage right now as well. Now, the European Parliament is considering a wide range of measures, including price caps and windfall taxes on companies that make too large a profit from the current conditions. It's pretty clear that the only real short-term solution to prevent runaway inflation is for governments to subsidize the cost of energy. On the one hand, 
high energy prices will stimulate the investment in a more rapid shift to renewable sources like solar. A subsidy could create a false economy and delay the transition to those newer energy sources. Now let's put all of this in perspective. A government handout to manage energy prices for the population at large would be the equivalent of a stimulus of about 10% of GDP for all of Europe. It's inconceivable to me that Europe will agree to that largest subsidy. So you got to put yourself in the shoes of the coffee shop owner in Milan or a small beachside cafe in Tuscany. You know your electricity prices are going way up. You don't know exactly how much yet, but it's going to be a lot. Will it be a factor of 10 or will they merely double? Are you going to wait until prices rise before you choose to increase the price of your pizza or a cappuccino? No, you're going to increase prices now. But wages in Europe are not rising right now. Most of the major employers rely on multi-year collective agreements. So employees are experiencing a 10% reduction in real income this year. All of that translates into a deep and pronounced economic slowdown in Europe this year, especially in Q4. And if your company exports to Europe, you can expect a drop in demand unless you're shipping natural gas. It's clear to me that we live in an interconnected world. Has the team of economists at the Federal Reserve properly modeled the global impact of a slowdown in one geographic area on another? Will business defaults in Europe have a knock-on effect in the global financial markets? Well, we know the answer is yes, but we don't know the extent. I don't know if there's anyone on the planet right now who knows the answer to that question with any precision. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.